0: Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silawan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us, together, can let our light shine. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silawan, coming to you from St. Louis. Me and the boys of the Cash Eagles are here for a kick-off basketball season tournament. Quite a day driving over from Indiana, listening to the goings-on of the radio of this tumultuous election that we are in. Now, one thing I did before I left, yesterday I mentioned how they had found seven people in Wisconsin who are dead who had voted. Well, after I talked about it, even though I had found it on a couple of sources, I'm like, hmm, let's just make sure this is true. So I did some more research. I found the original source, the original person in Wisconsin from the local news who was doing it. It's even worse than what I said. Basically what had happened, this guy started going through the Wisconsin voter database, entering names of dead people to see what their status was in there and he started finding the names of dead people who were registered to vote and had voted absentee. Now think about it. You're wondering what's going on with this election. How much cheating is going on? Well, there's no way Wisconsin's the only state you could pull this off. You find a dead person in the voter rolls, and most states don't do a good job taking those names away, especially Democratic states. And then you get an absentee ballot or you get a ballot sent to them, which some of these dates did, and you just fill in the information and you send it in and who's checking whether you're dead or alive? Who's checking an ID? How many votes could that be? It's crazy. And I think the craziest thing of all of this, it shouldn't matter whether you're Republican or Democrat. You should not want blatant fraud to be allowed. It could happen to you. I mean, what do you think all these Republicans are going to do if they see all these Democrats blatantly cheating and nothing happens? And they say to themselves, we are only going to win if we do the same thing. So far, they found no Republican examples of it. But don't think that won't change. And then what happens? Then what happens It's this fight of fraud until somebody is an overwhelming power. And then we got Venezuela. Then we got the Soviet Union. I mean, we need patriots standing up saying this is wrong. You might hate Trump. Be a patriot. I don't even want to hear it if, if you can't see how bad this is. You're the problem if you can't see it. Now, what's this going to lead to, especially in our world? So many lies. So many things that appear to be right and light and they're wrong. Well, as I was thinking about that, tonight, sitting here, all the boys are out swimming, getting something to eat. I'm in the house we're staying with alone. I'm pulling up the news. And what do I see? Another example of the false fakery in our face in society that we refuse to admit to. And what was it? Not what you might think I'm going to say. Hillsong Church fires Pastor Carl Lentz, famously known as Justin Bieber's pastor, over moral failures. Gee whiz, are we surprised? Some another, like, hipster pastor preaching in an auditorium trying to be cool and we're surprised when he has moral failings. I'm looking at the picture they have on the website of him. He's got like the top three buttons of his shirt undone. You can see his chest. He's got a. He's got to be in his forties. He's in his forties. Forty one, and he's got a hairdo like Justin Bieber when Justin Bieber was eighteen. Where in the Gospels, anywhere, does it say your pastor shall be cool and hip, funnier and more entertaining than the other one? Where does it say that? You know what it says about the pastors and the teachers in the New Testament? It says you're going to be persecuted. What did Christ say to the disciples, say to the apostles? What did he say to them? You were going to be persecuted. They were hung upside down. They gave up everything. They were told to hit the road with nothing. Why is that? Because when you're going to set yourself up as a voice of the Bible and of Christ, you better be shrouded and clothed in humility, or your fall is going to be long and hard. And we live in a world today of celebrity. People actually want to think a guy like that is holy. I mean, good Lord, I'm looking at this guy's Instagram account on the article. He got a picture. Here he is, a pastor of a church. And he's got a picture in a tux, standing next to him is his wife, with her breast showing and a slit in her, in her dress, like almost up to her crotch. Then he's got his little son in a suit. Then he's got his daughters in low-cut sleeveless dresses. Oh, it just exudes humility. Oh, it just exudes Christ-like behavior. No, it looks like a guy who wife swaps. Look, look looks like a guy that looks in the mirror in church wondering, you know, if he's going to be able to cover that zit on his forehead instead of what he's going to say from the word of God. It's that blatant. We got to call that stuff out, my friends. Enough. I've decided. I've had it. I'm going to start calling this stuff out. You should too. Do not allow yourself to be overwhelmed by the celebrity in society, by the politicians that act like they know what is right and should tell us what to think. We have gotten so far from the foundations of our country. So many churches have gotten so far from a Christ-like attitude. So many pastors are trying to be celebrities and hip and cool instead of servants. I mean, if I see one more pastor of a church like sending a picture from the gym working out, you know, or showing some like, you know, like hip infomercial Christ message on Instagram, I think I'm going to puke. Now, I know, maybe I'm being a bit harsh for the good former pastor Lentz of the New York megachurch, made famous by his friendship with the good Justin Bieber. But I want to read his farewell message. Our time at Hillsong New NYC has come to an end. This is a hard ending to what has been the most amazing, impacting, and special chapter of our lives. Leading this church has been an honor in every sense of the word, and it is impossible to articulate how much we have loved and will always love the amazing people in this church. When you accept the calling of being a pastor, you must live in such a way that it honors the mandate. Now, what is mandate? That it honors the church and that it honors God. He's trying to be hip in his farewell address. When that does not happen, a change needs to be made and has been made in this case to ensure that standard is upheld. Laura and I and our amazing children have given all that we have to serve and build this church. And over the years, I did not do an adequate job of protecting my own spirit. Now, you hear that? That's not bad. But I want I mean, you to know something. They talk about, in a sense, implying they've put our heart and soul into this church and they've given up so much and it's hard for them to step away. But, but I want you to know something. That picture, they're standing on the porch of what is probably a million dollar house and very expensive clothes, good Carl wearing the tux, his wife, the low-cut dress showing off her fake boobs, and yes, go look, their young son, and all I got to do is look, if you want to know if the wife's boobs are real or not, just look at the two daughters, because they're not real, and then they're telling you how they followed this mandate, and how they've served the church, and I'm sure, you know, they got Justin Bieber, like, down on his knees praying, Now, if I'm being a little cynical and harsh here, yes, I am. But you see, you know what this election has showed me? I'm sick being nice. I am am sick of trying to be nice. Sometimes the truth is not nice. Sometimes the truth is ugly. Sometimes the truth, you got to call things like they are. He wants to thank us for your grace and kindness, especially in this season, as you have done so much to protect and love us through this. We, the Lentz family, don't know what this next chapter will look like, but we will walk into it together very hopeful and grateful for the grace of God. So he ends, very grateful to be walking with his family, and the grace of God, yada, yada, yada. Let's go back to the middle, what I didn't read. Why is this happening? I was unfaithful in my marriage, the most important relationship in my life. So basically, he got caught cheating. I highly doubt the good Carl had a bad weekend, got together with some, you know, floozy he had met, felt horrible about it, confessed to his wife and the church elders on Monday and lost his job. Pretty sure old Carl was having an affair for a while, didn't think he'd get caught. I'm sure he had some pretty slick sermons from the pulpit while that was going on. Then he gets caught, loses his job, paid for his million dollar house and his Wife to have her silicone and her kids to have their braces, and his young son to have his uh, suit. And then all of a sudden, he's worrying about the grace of God. Again, it makes me want to vomit in my mouth. Just like these people on TV acting like there is any doubt that this election wasn't stolen. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican, by God, open your eyes and say it's wrong you might despise Donald Trump. You might think he's the grossest person ever to be in any political office. But what's happening in Pennsylvania, and in Nevada, and in Arizona, and in Wisconsin, and in Michigan, is it'll change the course of our country. It's happening in front of our eyes. You open your eyes, you see the people, whether it's the person who found the dead people voting, whether it's the postal service employee that's become a whistleblower and said he was told told to backdate ballots so they could go in whether it is the democrat who at an election headquarters saw fraud going on and when he put it on YouTube they took it down get mad get fired up call truth for what it is before it is too late before it is too late Good night, Carl Lentz, pastor of Hillsong. May your tuxedo always look good. May you always be proud of your wife's false breasts. May your young girls grow up for the same ambitions and they may someday cut on their own chests. May your little boy be as cool as you are someday and maybe he'll lead a church and talk about how their path has been difficult, yet the grace of God has brought him there. And while you do so, may all the members of your church be all of those people who've been willing to cheat and to lie and to fraud, to win something just because they don't like somebody else and completely destroy and pervert what makes America, America. God bless. Praise Jesus. Amen. Until next time, my friends, I am your host, Silawan. You better aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silwan Green.